So how I define intuition is your inner wisdom, your connection to your higher self, which is your direct connection to source, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, and how your higher self is communicating with you, how it's guiding you in the direction that is meant for you. And that can be through different sensory channels, which is the four different types of intuition. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today, and we have another very exciting guest on the podcast. I promise you guys more guests, more experts, and they are coming in hot. Today, we have Shannon Lynn. She is a certified transformation coach and soon-to-be trauma-informed coach. She's working on this right now, and she started her coaching business just over a year ago, but pivoted this year to specifically support women and reconnecting themselves and their intuition because of events in her own life, which I'm sure she will dive into, that made her realize just how important connecting with your intuition is. You guys, I'm so excited to have her on. Intuition is something we've touched on in this podcast, but I know Shannon is going to bring such a great background on this. So we are so excited to have you, Shannon. Why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I really appreciate it. Um, as you as you said already, I did a big pivot in my business earlier this year. Um, I had something come up where I made a $45,000 business mistake. Mm. And Delightful. <laughs> we love those mistakes. <laughs> I know. Um, and it actually is what led me to reconnecting with my own intuition um, and doing this work on myself first before integrating it into my program. And so, um, yeah, that's what pretty much caused me to change my mission, change who I'm working with. Um, I really just want to empower women to reconnect with themselves, um, both personally, but also in business, because our intuition is such an important guide. It is um, it is something that is so undermined, I feel like, in our lives. And yeah, had I been listening to it in that specific instance, because it was it was coming in hot. It was telling me not to do it. Um, I would have avoided a huge mistake. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I'm here to help women avoid those mistakes in their own lives and um, instead make aligned decisions for what they want, who they are. Yeah, I love that. Who they are. I love it. I think alignment is such a beautiful term for it too, because I think when we talk about intuition, especially in an entrepreneurship circle. I feel like it can be, like you said, undermined, where it's like, no, you just need to make smart business decisions. Follow what the, you know, media is telling you or follow what has already done, been done successfully. And and it can feel really difficult, especially as you continue to niche down within a lot of what we talk about, which is so much of like wellness, spirituality, where so many people don't prioritize that or don't care about it or think it's not as 
important as something like education or, you know, stock or whatever, like whatever business you're in. And so I feel like it's it, this is such an exciting conversation because already we're giving people the space to feel safe, to recognize their intuition. You know, we're not, I don't want to contribute to a toxic conversation where people are saying like, no, your intuition doesn't exist or that's not a thing. Like follow, follow what's smart, follow what other people are telling you is right. And I feel like your intuition is just such an important tool as an entrepreneur. Um, so before we dive into the questions I sent over, I have to ask, you, you, you got to give us a little bit of detail and like tell us, you know, of course, what's personal is what's personal. But I feel like this is I mean, we all have these examples where whether it's in business, in relationships, in, in life in general, we've made these mistakes where our intuition was likely guiding us in another direction. So whatever you're willing to share, I know it'd be super helpful <laughs> for us to hear like what this example was in your life and specifically what. I want to hear specifically like what the realization was that you had where you're like, oh my gosh, my intuition was telling me different and I didn't listen. And now you made that shift that you talked about where you're like, no, this is it. I know my voice. I know that inner voice. I know I have to trust it. So tell us a little bit about what happened. Um, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's juicy. We it, all have these juicy stories. <laughs> it is juicy. So um I have been someone who prioritized logic. I'm like very type A, very logical, analytical girl myself. And um, this opportunity presented itself with this entirely new business venture that was unrelated to my business at all. It was in real estate. And I literally, I went to this weekend seminar with my boyfriend just to go and learn and hear what they had to say, um, but mostly to support him. And I knew going in, it was a hard no for me. <laughs> like, okay. I already knew. Interesting. It was an inner knowing that was like, it's a hard no. It's just to learn. Um, but when you're so out of tune with yourself, it's so easy to be swayed by people, especially salespeople. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. having people constantly telling me like, this is it. This is going to change your life. This is going to be what takes you to your next level, gives you financial freedom, all the things. And the lack of connection to myself, like I was, I was convinced. So um, throughout the weekend, I still knew it was actually not until the very last day of the seminar it was three days. It was not until the very last day that I finally was convinced and like pushed ah. over the edge. So okay. the whole weekend I had gut feelings telling me no, I was not sleeping well. I had so much anxiety, which are all signs wow. that my body was trying to tell me something and I just yeah. wasn't listening. That's amazing that you had all of all of that physical uh, intuition and, and physical sense of telling you like, no, this isn't right. And I feel like so many people experience that, um, that like pit in your stomach or like you said, that sense of anxiety. So many mm -hmm. people can feel that when it, when something just feels off and so many people don't correlate that with intuition. They just think like something's happening with their body. But in reality, our body is so communicative to us about what's What's not perhaps coming to like the conscious mind, your subconscious is very aware of what's happening, but I can't believe you that you were able to kind of ignore that and be persuaded. That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know so many people who have, they have these feelings, they have these senses, they have these dreams, they have all these things telling them one thing, but it just doesn't make sense logically. So they're like, 
no, ignore, ignore. And it's funny that you mentioned the, the sensations. That's actually one of the four types that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So before I get too ahead of myself, let's dive into this. Let's dive into the topic at hand, which is intuition. So can you explain to the listeners what intuition is um, and what it means to feel it or understand it like in your body, in your heart, kind of different parts of ourselves that can understand the intuition and what you specifically said. So what the four types of intuition are. Yeah, absolutely. So how I define intuition is your inner wisdom, your connection to your higher self, which is your direct connection to source, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, and how your higher self is communicating with you, how it's guiding you in the direction that is meant for you. And that can be through different sensory channels, which is the four different types of intuition. The very first one I always like to start with explaining to people is the one that you've probably heard of, which is clairvoyance. And yeah, <laughs> this is your intuition showing up um, visually in your life. It's through your um, sense of sight or um, even through dreams, things, um, think third eye things as well. So if you're a very visual person, if you um, prefer visualization meditations over maybe like an auditory guided one, um, if you're really good at picturing yourself in certain environments, things like that, that may be your strongest sense. And I always um, work with people on their strongest sense of intuition first because you already have a deeper connection with that channel. And I just prefer to start building from there. Um, some people may not um, connect with all four of them. You could, um, but with clairvoyance specifically, I like to point this out so that people don't think, what's wrong with me? Um, there's something called aphantasia, which I myself have, where you literally cannot visualize something in your head. Like if you think, yeah, if you think like close your eyes, picture a red apple, and you know, a lot of people can see like that in their mind's eye, not everybody can. And that's, I'm one of those people, so. Um, yeah, that's okay though, because there's other ways to connect. So I just like, I don't, I, like when people are like, but I never like, I never really can visualize anything. Like it's okay. We have three other senses. Okay. I'm excited to hear what the other ones are. <laughs> um, so the second one is Claire audience. And this is your channel through sound. Um, how this one often shows up is through um, a voice in your head and the voice is not the same as like your ego voice it's not having deprecating self-talk it's not putting you down it's not chaotic it's um it's a grounded calm tranquil voice um, that could be communicating with you that way so when i think of it like if i were to ask myself a yes or no question sometimes i get like a yes like it's just, yes. That's mm -hmm. interesting. And I like that you made the distinction too, that it's not a self-deprecating voice because I feel like people can confuse that voice in their head, which they think is their conscious mind. A lot of people can confuse that with their conscious mind and believe that things that they are telling themselves, I'm ugly, I'm not smart, et cetera, et cetera, is that subconscious voice speaking up. But what you're talking about is definitely more of a subconscious, higher self-communicative voice that's speaking up and telling you, like like you said, asking something like a yes or no. It's very interesting. 
Okay, continue. Yeah, I like that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite ways um, that this actually shows up for me is when I'm like trying to find clarity on something and like the perfect song comes on. Or, oh, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> so it's not even like a, yeah. So it's not even like a voice in your head. It doesn't even have to be that. It could be oh, through like TV or music or someone like, Okay, this is super interesting. I love that. Okay, I've never I never would have made that other distinction with yeah. it. It's Very because cool. you're more if you're more prone to receive through your auditory channel, regardless of that's in your head or externally, like that's the way that your intuition is going to choose to communicate with you because you're more receptive. Wow, that's super cool. Okay, you're getting me more and more excited. I'm so I'm so pumped to hear what the other two are because my two guesses would have been visually or auditory so I'm excited to hear what the other ones are <laughs> yeah that those two are like the most common I would say because those are your most like those are the easiest to understand in terms of your sensory channels um but the third one everyone knows and this you mentioned earlier is it's called clairsentience and this is your gut feeling so yeah this manifests as physical sensations emotions represented in your body um oftentimes if someone is very sensitive to energy and energies of others and situations and themselves. It's because they are, again, receptive through the sensory channel, through their emotions, um, through their empathy, things like that. Oh, I love that. That's really interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then the fourth one is my actual strongest of them. And this is what you think of when you think of downloads, how people say they have downloads. Ah, okay. <laughs> Okay, this is very um, cool. Yeah, this is clear cognizance or clear knowing. And this is the hardest one to describe because it doesn't actually connect with a specific sense. It's not feeling, sound, or hearing. It's just a clear knowing. It could just pop in your head about something that you've never learned about, you've never experienced, but you just know that you know that you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, how else do I explain that? No, that makes perfect sense. Would you say that most people have a good combination of all of them, but, or somewhat, but there, so you said like there is the strongest one. Can you tell me how, I'm curious, how do you distinct when you're coaching someone, how do you immediately pick up on like what their strongest, um, what was the term you used, strongest sense was when it comes to intuition? Well, I have a quiz that I do with my clients to see, yeah, right off the bat, which one they feel more drawn to. Um, and then honestly, over time, just playing with each of them as we, like when I work with clients and we start doing the actual exercises that strengthen these senses, it becomes pretty obvious um, from the beginning, what they're more receptive to versus what they're not. Okay. Now I'm going to have to go do a little test run of my own after we hang up and I'm going to have to figure out, I'm curious because you started with visualizing and I'm very good at visualizing and I would have right off the bat assumed that that's my strongest, but I also have like a very deep connection with my body. I know when my body is speaking to me, but I also have that like knowing I just know things certain things so I feel like I have a good combination of both I would say out of everything auditory might be my least like connective tissue there but mm. I'm curious do you have an opinion off the bat of just like this couple minute conversation do you think you might know what mine is um 
I don't, I don't know. No, actually, there hasn't been anything specific that you've said that has me like has indicated any of those. Obviously, auditory would probably not be if you don't even feel a connection to it. Yeah. Well, okay, wait, before, now, now I'm like, I'm going so sidetracked, but I'm so curious. Wait, can you do like a couple of the questions with me off of your yeah. quiz? And maybe yeah. we can see if like, so, so the listeners could get a good idea too. Do you do your quiz as like kind of consult discovery, like onboarding thing? Yeah, I do it as an onboarding thing with my clients. Um, yeah, so I let me pull it up here. Actually, really. Yes, I would so be curious to know. Like, <laughs> ma- we don't obviously need to do the whole thing, but I would love to do like one or two or three that could maybe tell us what my strongest one is. Because now I'm so curious. <laughs> okay, so we took a quick cut. She had to go find her quiz, but you guys, I'm so excited. Okay, so Shannon, what do you start with with your onboarding, and what what questions do you begin with? I'm so excited. So. I'm going to give you the, the top three that we that I usually start with, and um, I'm going to read them to you, and I'm going to try and do my best to shorten the selection of choices just so it's not too much information. Um, so when you're making important life choices, which of the following feels the most natural to you? A, visualizing outcomes and scenarios. B, listening to your inner voice and journaling about it. C, tuning into your emotions and trusting your gut. Or D, an inner sense of knowing of what the right choice is without having to think about it or without proof. Ooh, without proof. Ooh, that's interesting that you add that, you tack that on at the end. I feel like my my gut is telling me to go with A, to go with visualizing. Like I am a very, I'm also, it's so funny that you say that too, because I'm also someone who like has a long-term vision for myself. And I, when I'm questioning something, I always go to that vision. So I would say like, if I'm making a big decision, my instinct is to like play it out in my head. Mm -hmm. I feel like that makes the most sense for me. Question two, which type of art or creative expression resonates with you the most? Art that challenges conventional thinking, poetry that evokes deep emotion, music or instruments, or visual arts like painting, sculpting, Mm -hmm. photography. Okay, I'm going to ask you, wait, I have, I consumed the answers. Can you repeat the question? Yep. Okay, which type of art or creative expression resonates with you the most? I would definitely go with B. I feel like that also because maybe not necessarily poetry itself, but I was an English major. I'm very connected to writing, like something that I do as a stress response is definitely journal. I might not even necessarily get something out of that, but it just helps me like unload and process much deeper. Whereas Mm -hmm. music, I feel like sometimes can just be like an overlay to that stress. Like it's distracting, but doesn't solve. And Mm -hmm. art, I am like very creative, but not like creatively inclined when it comes to art. I can draw a stick figure. So that's definitely not going to be the route I'm taking. So I would say not necessarily poetry, but definitely journaling. Like that is my my creative unloading process. Yeah, Absolutely. a way to express yourself in that yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. 
And the third and final question is, people who know you best would say you are empathetic and in touch with your emotions, a good listener and communicator, knowledgeable and always one step ahead, and a visual thinker with a vivid imagination. Okay. Definitely a combination, a good combination. I think of a lot of those, but if you were to ask like parents, like inner circle people, parents, boyfriend, best friends, I would definitely say one. I would definitely say a, like I am very, very able to pick up on people's feelings and empathize with them and communicate like advice or like have a very productive conversation with them, both Mm -hmm whether it's productive for me or productive for them and like their emotions are versus mine definitely a okay 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 so, so what's your conclusion i'm so excited <laughs> what's my prize <laughs> um it's actually funny because the results line up perfectly with what you said earlier about how you feel of the strongest of your senses you are most in tune with your body and how things resonate like physically sensationally emotionally within you because um, two out of the three were for clairsentience. Oh, so, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Okay, now I know to listen to my body. That's so interesting too because I've felt over the last definitely several years, but more in the last several months that I've felt very disconnected from my body because I'm going through a lot of health issues. And so there's been moments where I've felt very, like, angry at my body, feeling very, like, punished by my body. So it's very interesting that that turns out to be the one because I've always, like, I used to be a competitive dancer, so I've always been very connected with it and, like, understanding what's happening with my body. And as I've experienced these health issues, and I really should find a way to reframe that health journey, I've... I've been trying to find this, like, walk this very fine line of connecting, but also disassociating this idea of my body is not punishing me. Like, I understand this is a part of life. So that's super interesting that that's my, my connective, like, intuition. Wow. I I I would be interested to know um, if since feeling, like, slightly more disconnected to your body since these things have been coming up for you, like, have you noticed any difference or shift in your ability or your intuitive abilities like to um, make decisions or feel like guided or anything like that? I don't know that I'm consciously aware if that's a, a like disconnect that I'm making and maybe I'm connecting more with my like ability to visualize. But moving forward, I assure you I'm going to be so aware of that. Like that's so, so interesting. I love it. Okay. Okay. This is great. <laughs> We are getting so much information. I'm so excited. Okay. So my biggest question, I think based on like what we just talked about and definitely I, I'm I'm getting this answer both like for personal reasons, but I know the listeners are curious too. So going back to your example and like your introduction to this and why you got into this too, I want to know why, like, why do we do this? Why do we know what's happening? Why do we have these feelings, these visualizations, these, these sounds or understandings, like our body tells us one thing, our mind, heart, whatever it is, our intuition tells us one thing. Why do we go against it sometimes? What is that inclination to do that? 
And how can we better lean back into this trust of whatever intuitive path we choose? How can we lean back into that trust? I don't understand like why we choose, me 100% included in that, to to go a different way from our intuition. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is our lack of self-trust. Honestly, that's like the root of it all. Our lack of self-trust and our lack of connection to ourselves because we're taught from such a young age to prioritize um, doing over feeling. And so this actually really interrelates with like masculine and feminine energy, which is something that, um, yeah, I dive, I dive into with my clients as well because um, being in our logical, analytical, masculine ways is literally how we've lived for most of our lives. I guarantee most women or listeners or everyone in this society, because that is how our society is run. You know, your, your worth is based off of how much you do and therefore your sense of being, your sense of trusting yourself instead of doing what you're supposed to do is, it's just not a priority. It doesn't matter as much. So you, you lack trust in yourself and your ability to make decisions because of that. I was waiting for one of us to bring that up. I want to definitely touch on the masculine and feminine more because I know intuition is definitely a more feminine character, excuse me, characteristic um, of just like daily functionality in our lives. So can you talk more about the masculine and feminine and how our intuition kind of plays a role into that, especially when it comes to, like you said, the self-trust aspect? Yeah. So our intuition plays a role in it because our intuition is directly connected to our feminine energy, like you said. So um, our ability to embrace and nurture ourselves and our feminine side is um, keeping us disconnected. So this actually goes way deeper than just um, like things that you can do to reconnect with your feminine side too. Um, I always like to take this way um way deeper, a step further with it all stems from our belief system, because I'm not sure um, if you're familiar with like the James Clear idea of like, you know, our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings are what create our actions. And then that creates our reality. And oftentimes we are waiting for um, our reality to change, our actions to change, to then believe differently of ourselves. When in reality, that's the reverse. So it, if you try to um, reconnect, let's say, to your intuition, to your feminine side, but you have a belief deeply rooted that you are not worthy of connecting to yourself, you're not worthy of love, you are not worthy of trust, you are not trustworthy, um, doing this work is just going to stay surface level because the belief is still deeply rooted there. Huh, that's very interesting. And that makes perfect sense. Because I think, especially as women, it's believed that we're going to be more connected to our feminine side. And I think parts of that can be very true. But even myself, like, like you said, I am fully aware of the fact that I exist almost always in my masculine energy, running a business, uh, being able to make, you know, quick on your feet decisions, that's all very masculine energy. And for those of you listening, if you're very unfamiliar with what masculine and feminine energies mean, it has nothing to do with your gender or sex of the body. It has everything to do with these two energies that coexist and the ways parts of ourselves play into those things. So masculine energy is very 
it typically very dominant in most people, like you said, Shannon. And so it's, it's your ability to make problem solving decisions, quick decisions. It's your ability to uh, take control of certain situations. It's your ability to remain strong and, you know, not in the face of your emotions. Whereas feminine energy is very serene, calm, your ability to get in touch with, you know, your physical body and all of these different things. So when we talk about masculine and feminine energies, your intuition is definitely something very rooted in typically spirituality um, or, you know, your belief in a higher self or a higher power. Again, like you said at the beginning, you know, whatever that means to whoever's listening to this, whether it's a God, um, spirituality, the universe, source, etc. So in my case, like I said, I'm very aware that I sit mostly in my masculine energy, but it's also something I I try at least and actively think about throughout the day. So when I'm like kind of closing out my work day, so to say, I know that's the transition period where like I leave my masculine energy kind of at the desk and I walk away and then I do the things that feel very feminine and safe and calming to me. Uh, so that's typically when I'll like journal and stuff. So when you're you're bringing up this idea of intuition and then bringing in this idea of femininity and connecting to your feminine side – how would you say that the two can co- coexist in a way that feels safe and comfortable, perhaps for someone who's kind of getting introduced to this topic? So like, how do you suggest someone new, newer or new to this to actively connect to their intuition and to their feminine side? I would say the first thing is, again, determining which of the senses you feel the most drawn to, because that would be where I would start. So for your example with clairsentience, if somebody... Um, feels more um, sensationally, but they don't necessarily feel safe in their body, that would be work that I would do first. Like what I do with my clients is um, a resonance practice, which is just to um, become comfortable with and familiar with um, describing the sensations that are coming up in your body physically so that you can put words to them so you can understand them better. And once you do that, um, it becomes much more clear to um, when a trigger is coming up, when something is happening in your external reality that's making you uncomfortable, or if, again, a message, like an intuitive nudge is coming through and telling you, like, no or yes towards something. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It actually, as you're saying that, too, I'm realizing, are you familiar with what EFT is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I was actively working with a practitioner, it's something I practice on my own now. Um, But it was for the reasons of healing a great amount of grief. And something that her and I would do so often is describe the grief in my body as it exists. Like, where do I feel it? And that's the way I resonated with it most is like it felt – the grief felt like it was sitting on my chest. It was physically weighing me down. Like I could feel the weight of my body Mm -hmm. not being grounded at all but literally being pushed into the earth. Like I felt – like those, these feelings of anything that feels really, you know, quote, negative to me. So like feelings of depression, anxiety. I always feel like I'm lowered to the ground and it's not a grounding sense. It's a feeling of being like pushed to the ground. Like it's, it's that weight of the world type of sense. So I feel like it's very interesting to talk about the different ways, especially again, if you're newer to this, the different ways you can connect with these different types of intuition because that definitely for me, you were so on point, feels the strongest. I, I really enjoy thinking about that and and learning about different ways to connect with the intuition. I think that that's amazing. Yeah. And what you were saying, actually, like your ability to even describe that um, sensation of grief weighing you down in that way, like so many people... 
they don't even have the words to explain their experience in that way. And that's why the somatic work, the resonance practice, especially if clairsentience is something that you resonate with, is so important because to even be able to put words to it, like to be able to put words to your experience is so empowering. Just knowing like, okay, now I, I understand it so much more now. I can I can explain it to myself, to somebody else who I'm working with, whatever it may be. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I definitely agree. And that's something that early on in my coaching practice, I used to do a lot too. Like even in my own, really mostly in my own intentional living journey and like being able to learn what all of this means, I've really been able to give voice and give definition to a lot of experiences in my life that I previously wouldn't have been able to do. So like knowing, for example, to be very specific, like knowing what my aura is and knowing like what my inner light looks like and what color it is and what shape it is and being able to give descriptions to these emotions and these things has been so, so like I can't express this enough, has been so helpful and helping me heal so many of these emotions and helping me heal so much of this grief and this guilt and and the emotions that I was no longer able to carry with me. So whenever I am feeling senses of, you know, anxiety or my grief rises up again or whatever it is or anger or whatever, I my immediate this is as we're talking this is making so much sense. My immediate reaction to that is to like give it give it a voice in a sense and like give it a shape, give it a color ask it like what are you doing here why is this coming up so I can address it that makes so much sense so when you're coaching someone and you're you're prompting them to get in touch with their intuition and you're you're giving them the the empowerment to identify like oh this is the intuition that I'm most connected with so very similar to what you just did with me when you do that with a client are you able to help them connect with their intuition and then allow that intuition to give voice to these emotions that they may be feeling that feel uncomfortable and does that help you know heal them does that help heal grief or anger or any like quote negative emotion that we may be feeling does that make sense yes yeah yeah I understand what you mean um and yes I think that all parts of this work are healing in itself because you're understanding yourself better. You're learning these parts of yourself that you, again, maybe never were able to put like a name to. Um, and in that, things tend to come up, especially when we get into, I have a module on forgiveness and it is directly related to your intuition on times that you may not have listened and you um, are holding that against yourself and you have self-resentment or self-hate um, for having something happen maybe happened in your life that you deeply regret or that was deeply traumatic and you hold it against yourself in that way. Um, this work brings all of that to the surface as well, which is why I'm working on my um, trauma-informed certification because a lot of that trauma is held in your body, like with, you know, we were talking about with the somatic work um, and being able to work through that with a practitioner is, um, yes, healing in itself. So it's all, it's all very connected yeah absolutely absolutely and I that's what I love so much about this work too like no matter what the reason that is prompting you to to start once you do start the work a whole mess of shit comes out but then you're like so prepared to deal with all of it it's such a step-by-step process and the, the process of it can feel 
incredibly scary and honestly like re-traumatizing in itself but as long as you're so willing to connect with the work and do it whether it's through intuition healing whether it's through EFT whether it's through traditional therapy or whatever it is whatever practice you lean more towards all of it is so interconnected and whether one person's using you know different vocab to describe it versus another all of the work just goes so so hand in hand with one another so for someone listening, if you're, you know, currently practicing therapy or seeing a trauma coach or whatever it is, this work will also directly benefit you because all of it does connect so, so deeply. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's just like, it's so cliche to say, but it's just so many layers to it. So you're just constantly peeling back the onion the farther you go. And sometimes um, different modalities resonate with you at different seasons in your life for where, where you're at with your healing and what um, you feel called to do now versus, you know, like if you've done therapy in the past, but you feel you've maybe hit a plateau or if you've, you know, done breath work in the past or EFT in the past and you feel that you've hit a plateau, then that's the time or the invitation to explore a new modality that um, resonates with you for that season. Yeah, I love that. That makes so much sense. That's so amazing. <laughs> I'm so, this has been so productive. Okay. So I have one more question to ask you to round things out. I always want to bring in this entrepreneurial touch. And I think, you know, I'm th just over, oh my gosh, I am about to be two weeks away from my three years into being an entrepreneur. That's amazing. I forgot that that date was coming up. <laughs> so very exciting. Thank you. So as I head into this third year, you know, my, and I'm going to obviously just use myself as an example, but my journey has changed and grown so, so much just specifically in the last year. And not just my journey as an entrepreneur, but, you know, this whole brand is about intersecting being an entrepreneur with living an intentional life and, you know, the idea that you can have it all and you can heal and you can be successful both in your life and in your business. And so my my question for you is, I think it's one thing to be able to trust your intuition on a human level and just in your personal life, but I think it takes a whole new level of courage to do it when it comes to building a business and, and something that you're so incredibly passionate about. And I've really, really had to learn how to trust my intuition when it comes to my business. So what advice or sentiment or anything do you have to say for entrepreneurs listening to this? And the giving them the encouragement to trust that trust that voice, however it shows up. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is that um, I totally get it too. Yes, <laughs> Being an <of> entrepreneur, <laughs> um, it, it it is very it requires a lot of your masculine energy, especially when you're first starting off, or so you think. Um, but requiring like having balance with that of your feminine, of your intuition, of things like that is so important, so that you're not making decisions that are just what you're supposed to do because otherwise it would just be like every other business. Like you could have stayed in your nine to five or whatever it may be following the rules if that's how you wanted your life to be. But entrepreneurship is, is meant to align with who we are as people. We're trying to do things um, that light us up, that feel good and being connected to your intuition is the way to guide you to those things so that yes, you have to make decisions on a daily basis. Yes, you have to take action, which is all very much in your masculine, but is it 
just action for action's sake? Or are you taking aligned-inspired action based on how you feel, based on where you feel guided to, based on what lights you up? And that all comes with working with getting to know yourself, which is getting to know your intuition, getting to know all of those things about yourself. So, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's pure. That's, oh, you know, it's so funny. I, this is again, intuition and very like divine guidance, but this was all honestly advice I needed to hear on my own as well. Even as I've been growing and scaling so greatly, there are days that come up where I question everything. And it, when those days do pop up, my inclination is to have the masculine energy kind of guide me because I want to feel like, you know what? No, I don't need to feel these emotions. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going. But it is so helpful to sometimes lean into that fear and lean into that scarcity and let it be there and then follow the intuitive way that feels right to heal that and keep moving forward. And this conversation has felt so productive to that reminder that it's good to feel both even as an entrepreneur and it is it's safe to feel both and it's safe to let both of those sides of you guide you because both play a significant role in not just our success but our happiness and I think that as an entrepreneur we can sometimes feel like the happiness needs to come second and it's just Mm -hmm. about the success but I think This conversation is very much a strong reminder that the happiness is what always should come first and the the gut feeling and and following what feels right for you, even if it's way outside of the norm, that's okay. Like follow your gut, follow your intuition and let it be the thing that guides you and make decisions from there. Yeah, absolutely. And one other thing too, as entrepreneurs is to not let our self-worth be tied to how much we produce in our business. Because again, <laughs> in the masculine, like we want to produce as much as we can, but our worthiness is not tied to that. We are inherently worthy. We are worthy of rest. And if you're constantly go, 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 constantly focus on how much output you're, you're doing in your business and not taking care of yourself, not prioritizing the other side of you. Like you said, when you, when you get off of work and you kind of unplug and you start to care for yourself in that way. If you're not doing those things, if you're not finding the balance, then you will become a burnt out entrepreneur very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Shannon. This has been so, so productive and such an enlightening conversation. I love, I love, love, love having people on because it gives me a chance to really learn something new. And I feel like I'm very prepared to walk away from this and do a little bit of an eval, especially now that I know which intuitive uh, what, what was the term you used? What, what type of intuition I'm most connected with? And I feel like now I'm very curious. I'm going to have to, I'm definitely going to keep you updated. I'm just going to spam you on Instagram and let you know, Hey, I had a realization like, Oh my God, I'm listening to my body over like the visualizations I have, which is really interesting too, because I am very connected to meditation. And when I do meditation, they're all very like visually demanding. And I have this ability to connect like very visually to to moments in my life or feelings in my life but I always it's always stronger in the body and like I can always even the visualizations I identify within the body like oh this is a this is a sense of feeling you know in my chest or in my stomach and I I can see it I can have like oh so interesting I'm gonna keep you updated on that super cool I love it (laughs) I learned so much this is fantastic 
Shannon, thank you so much for coming on. And I know that you have a exciting offering to share with the listeners. So go ahead before we wrap up. Yes. Um, well, thank you for having me. I have to say that because um, this has been amazing. And please do DM me. Any, any, I will. <laughs> please DM me and let me know which sense you feel the most um, calls to you, which resonates the most, because I would love to know about the breakthroughs. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. I'm sensing they are coming and I can feel it in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, So yeah, I'm actually, I'm about to reopen my eight week group container, which is called Intuition Ignite. Um, And it's basically for the girlies who want to reconnect, who want to feel alive again, who want to find that balance with their logical brain and their creative side, their more feminine side. Um, And it's an eight week program and we're going to be starting here um, in November. So amazing. Great. Okay. Well, the link for that will be in the show notes as well as any ways to connect with Shannon. Shannon, it has been so, so lovely having you on. Thank you so much for bringing your beautiful voice to this platform and and sharing your expertise on this. It's always great and so important to me to have people on who can speak to such an an expertise level of such a niche topic. And I think intuition, like we we said at the beginning, is, is something that most people aren't inclined to listen to us. So I really hope that this empowers the listeners to listen to their intuition, discover what intuitive voice works for them and really lean into that. So thank you so, so much for coming on. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. And you guys know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. Look out for next week's episode, you guys. It's going to be the Forbes 30 Under 30 update. I'm so excited. And I'll see all of you beautiful souls next week.